Chapter Eight of Stories of Symphonic Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Stories of Symphonic Music by Lawrence Gilman, Section Eight, Chausson. Ernest Chausson, born in Paris, 1855, died in Lime, June 12, 1889. Symphonic Poem, Viviane, Op. 5. The subject of Chausson's symphonic poem is not familiarly known, Viviane of Tennyson, treacherous, malignant, wanton, but the vastly different Viviane of the old french legends this delectable creature the legendary woman who fired the imagination of chausson was a fairy who inhabited the forest of brocliand footnote on the highway from rennes to brest the forest is now known as pampont and footnote more beautiful than the snow-necked swan she typified the benevolence of nature merlin the old seer that knew the future as well as the past merlin who was at various times in the growth of the old legend the celtic mercury bard savant prophet warrior was willing observes mr philip hale in an interesting commentary yea eager to enter within the magic circle he had taught her viviane he knew what his fate would be he longed to give her this assurance that he would never leave her the armorican tale upon which in particular chausson based his symphonic poem has been paraphrased by mr hale from villamarque as follows arthur went to gaul to deliver the king of little Brittany and put barry under the dominion of the bretons and merlin followed him after the deeds were done merlin took leave of arthur for a time and went homeward through the great forests he assumed the shape and dress of a young student finally he came to the forest of brocliand and there he found a spring which was visited by a young maiden who was living in a dwelling nearby. Her mother was the fairy of the valley, and she had endowed her daughter with these gifts. She would be loved by the wisest man in the world. He would obey all her wishes, and he could never force her to obey his. She would learn from him whatever she wished to know and the name of this maiden was viviane which means in the chaldean language i shall do nothing pleased with her at first sight he showed her many strange and wonderful things he commanded proud possessions to pass by for her amusement he said the word and gardens smiled before her and then he left her for a year with the promise to teach her all that he knew. Merlin returned 
on the eve of st john's day she was more beautiful than ever her skin was so fresh so white so smooth and he was well nigh mad with love he taught her how to make water run where none ran before to change her form at will to put to sleep whomever she pleased he taught her then this secret and many others our lord god wished it thus again merlin left her to join arthur but he often visited vivianne who knew him only as a fair youth the king would miss him and send messengers but his call would be in vain the hermit blaze knew the secret of merlin and urged him to keep far from the forest merlin answered i shall never have the courage to abandon her yet i know that once near her i shall never have the strength to come back to you the hermit said why do you go if you know what is to happen i go because i give her my promise i love her with such love that i cannot hold myself back it is i i alone that gave her this power and i shall enlarge it she shall know all i know i could not i cannot i do not wish to defend myself the good hermit left him for one mad and began to weep he embraced him and merlin went away and he too wept at leaving his dear master vivianne had pondered many ways of keeping merlin as her own this time she caressed him as she had never done before she said i wish this garden of joy to stay here as it is forever that we might live here always we too that we should never grow old never leave each other never cease to love in full happiness and merlin told her how to do this they sat one day beneath a bush of hawthorn in the shade on the green grass and the head of merlin was on the knees of vivianne she passed again and again her hands through his hair until he slept then she arose and twined nine times her scarf around the bush of a blossoming hawthorn and cast nine spells which merlin had taught her then she took her seat near him and put again his head upon her knees and she thought it all had been only play and that there really was no bewitchment but when merlin opened his eyes and looked about him forest garden bush of hawthorn all had disappeared and he found himself in a castle of enchantment on a bed of flowers prisoner to the love of vivian ah vivian he cried i shall think you purpose to deceive me if you now ever go from me sweetheart said vivian how could you think so how could i ever leave you and she kept her word to him chausson's symphonic poem was first performed in paris at a concert in the cirque de ivre march thirtieth eighteen eighty four 
Later it was extensively revised, and the altered version was played at a Lamour concert on January 29, 1888. The following preface is printed in the score. Viviane and Merlin in the forest of Brocliande, love scene. Trumpet calls, messenger of King Arthur scoured the forest in search of the enchanter. Merlin remembers his errand. He fain would fly the embraces of Vivienne. Scene of the bewitchment. To detain him, Vivienne puts Merlin to sleep and binds him with blooming hawthorns. End of section 8. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.